Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Indeed, good morning, Sister Monica and uh, family who is on the line. Happy Friday to you. Just want to give God praise and thanks for his many blessings and what he has done and continued to do for you and I on a daily basis as he intercedes, as he's at the right hand of our God. Let us pray as we get in the word this morning in Jesus' name. Father, we come to you because we recognize, Lord. We recognize, Lord, that we are nothing without you. You are our everything. You are the source of our strength. You give us food, shelter. You give us, Lord, a word in due season. Lord, we are so grateful. So we come now in your courts with praise and thanksgiving. We come now, Lord, just to worship you. Here we are, Lord, to praise. We just come into your house to lift up holy hands and worship you. We just come into your house to magnify your name and worship you. We just want to forget about ourselves, concentrate on you, and worship you, Christ, our Lord, worship you, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to come and worship. And this morning, Lord, as we get into your word, we know that you are a mighty God. We know that a 21 day of praying and fasting, praying and interceding coming up. And as the title suggests, prepare your soil. Lord, bless your word now as we partake in Jesus' name. Psalms 126. Psalms 126 is a psalms that really means a lot to me. It's a psalms that really 
allow me to see the splendor of our mighty God whom we serve. You see, growing up and going to church, but not really understanding and not really knowing and seeing the older folks, rather it be my grandmother or those who were in church praying. And you see tears of, of rolling down their faces based upon situation that they face, based upon what they're going through. And spending hours and hours in prayer, but not really understanding what was taking place. Not really getting what was going on because uh, my agenda at the time was probably was, wasn't about the worshiping and praising the Lord. But yet still, yet still the seed was being planted. But sometimes it required tears. Sometimes it required tears. Agony. So as we examine Psalms 126, uh, it says in verse 1, When the Lord turn again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream mercy. You see, it's the Lord who is going to turn our captivity. It is the Lord who will cause us to dream. Dream about what? What is on our mind that we're dreaming about? It says, the Lord, the God of the universe, the one who said, let there be, and there was. It says, the Lord turned. Sometimes we think it is us that is doing a work and a mighty good work. But the Lord is the one who is using us. Like Jeremiah who was on the wall and said, hey, listen, I recognize that the Lord is using me to do a mighty good work. I'm not coming down. It is the Lord who does the work. It says when the Lord turns. Sometimes we think we are the one. I am the one that wants to turn these situations. Not waiting upon the Lord and going forcefully ahead and trying to turn the situation. But in the word says the Lord turn again. Captivity. The Lord is the one who gives that freedom and causes you to dream uh, dreams and uh, seeing the visions of the Lord coming through. Verse 2 says, Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. You see, when the Lord gives you that breakthrough, when the Lord opens up opportunities and make way out of nowhere, and when the Lord blesses you, 
when the Lord blesses you in so much that even the even, even your enemies, those who are against you, even those who are against you can see and recognize that it is the Lord who has done great things. Has the Lord done great things for you? Has the Lord done great things for you thus far? I just come to remind you this morning that get ready. He is going to do a great and marvelous thing in your life. Get ready. He is about to do something that you cannot imagine or think because that's what he does. He blesses us far more exceedingly abundantly than we can think and imagine. Get ready because the Lord is about to do something mighty in your life that even the enemies round about you will look and see that and say, the Lord hath done great things. Verse 3 says, the Lord hath done great things for us, wherefore we are glad. You see, when the Lord blesses you, you know that you have been praying. You know that you have been interceding. You know that because of the blessing of the Lord, because of what he has done for you and I, where he has taken us from, where he has taken us from captivity, he has set us free. It is in Romans that the word says, he that the Lord has set free is free indeed. We are free. In the name of Jesus We are free In the name of Jesus Our situations are free In the name of Jesus That which was uh, Bind up and not flowing That which was stoppage were, It is free In the name of Jesus Because the Lord Has done great things The Lord has uh, Indeed released us It is in verse 4. It says, turn again our captivity. Oh, Lord, as the streams in the sun. See, when you think for those who live in the north, or live here in, in, in Canada where it's cold. And they have a term that in the winter time they say snowbird. That means you're going south. You're going where it's warm. You're going where you can get the tropical uh, uh, fruits, where you can get the tropical weather. You're going south. You're able to enjoy 
the outdoors. You're able to enjoy nature at its best in the south. The streams are flowing and the rivers are flowing in the south. And here it is that it's saying, turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. We have to cry out to the Lord. We have to ask the Lord indeed to turn again, set us free. Are, are we entangled this morning and need to be set free? But our focus verse this morning in Psalms 126 is verse 5. You see, verse 5 is where it all comes together. And it says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. They that stole, they that agonize and, and cry out to the Lord, they that uh, uh, cry for their loved ones and for their children in, on their knees, they that who go forth and sow the word and continue to sow the good seed and spread the good seed. They that sow in tears over your situation that you face, over the circumstances that has a hold upon you. They that sow in tears Sometimes you're wondering, Lord, are you hearing my prayer and my cry as I cry unto you? They that sow in tears. You see, in sowing in tears, there are anxiety, there are uncertainty. You see, your heart is wondering, Lord, are these seeds that I'm scattering right now, these moments that I'm spending in prayer, Lord, will you hear? Will it be part of your harvest as you pray for your family, as you pray for your children, as you pray for your brother, as you pray for your husband, what it is? That is causing you this morning to sow in tears. Are your tears being used to water those very seeds that you're sowing? It says that they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Are you ready to reap? Are you ready to reap? You see, it is not us that does the reaping, but the Lord calls us to do the sowing of the seed, to water the seed. And if watering the seed require your tears and down on your knees in prayer for hours, that's what you must do because that's what the Lord calls 
us to do. You see, the Lord let us know in Galatians 6, verses 8 and 9, that we must be careful of what we are sowing. Be careful of what we are praying for and what we are interceding for. It says in Galatians uh, uh, 6 verses 8 and 9 For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting And verse 9 says, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. It is so encouraging that we must be sowing, and, and it's suggesting that we also Whatever we are sowing, let it be good seed. Let it be prior and in moments, even though you might be thinking that, Lord, will these seed be a part of your harvest? Yes, your children that you're down on your knees crying for. Yes, your husband whom you are on your knees crying for. Yes, your community, your family member, your church members, even your very enemy. The Lord has a way of doing things. He is the one who gives the increase. He is the one. The Lord is the one who set the captives free. The Lord is the one that blesses that even your very enemy will look in and see that, yes, he has done great things. And as 1 Corinthians 3 Verses 6 and 8 says, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God, but God gave the increase. So then, neither is he that planted anything. Neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. No, he that planted and he that watereth are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. You see, God is the one. That hears your cry. God is the one that uh, deliver and sustain. God is the one that gives us the increase. So as verse 5 of Psalms 126 says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. 
So continue to cry out to the Lord on behalf of your, uh, the situation or circumstances that you face. Continue to cry out and let the tears roll down your face as you uh, contemplate and worship the Lord. Continue to pray and intercede on behalf of your sons and your daughters who have turned to the world, and you're thinking that they won't turn back unto the Lord in due time, continue. Because the word encourages us this morning and let us know that they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. The Lord is the one that will give the increase. Even though you sow these seeds and you're, in, your, in your mind, you're thinking, Lord, will you but hear my cry? The Lord wants to do great things for you. The Lord will do great things for you. And you will rejoice and be glad because the Lord has done great. Prepare, prepare for the great things that the Lord is about to do for you. But the word says that we must not. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we but not faint. It is not the time to faint. We're almost home. It is not the time to let go. We are almost home. Now is not the time to lose hope and to lose focus. We are almost home. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks, Lord. And as we have forget about ourselves, Lord, we just want to concentrate on you, Lord. We just want to worship you. Lord, we just want to magnify you. Hosanna to our King. Hallelujah. In the highest. Set us free, Lord, and let us dream dreams and visions, Lord. Remove the hand of the enemy, as we will now have their prayer request. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.